Hey, you beautiful angel. Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Megan Turley, and I'm here to give you all the details about being an entrepreneur, running your own business, discovering your passion and turning it into a profitable business, leaving the nine to five corporate life and creating a life that you truly love and enjoy. I successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business, and now I'm here to help you do the same. I hope by tuning in, it inspires you to take the steps to create the life you really want to live. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so freaking excited that you're here. Enjoy the show. up family welcome to this week's episode of the female ceo show so this week i thought it would be fun to well not necessarily fun because this is not going to be fun work for you guys but interesting and hopefully beneficial to take a deep dive into some mindset hacks because i'm not gonna lie to you guys like i spend a ton of time on social media and i do read a lot of comments on things especially with, um, you know, people that are really big into business. So the big names, you know, the Grant Cardone, the Alex Hormozy, things like that. So the big boys. And within these comments, I have seen an alarming trend over the last couple of months. And I feel like it's just getting worse. And that is people just, excuse my language, shitting on people that work very, very hard and are very successful in business. And there's this overarching tone of why are you even talking about this? You're so out of touch. Um, Most people don't have the money that you have. This is totally invalid information. Um, Bring yourself back down to earth. Like these types of comments make it very apparent that there is a huge issue with mindset in our society, especially as it comes to business owners. And let's be honest, making money because I feel like, and I've talked about this before. I feel like when probably 90% of the population sees someone with a lot of money, they immediately hate that person or they immediately assume that they're a terrible person because everyone seems to think that to get any quote unquote amount of decent money that you have to do terrible things to get there. And that's just not true. So I'm really, (laughs) I'm really tired of seeing these comments. I'm like, these, these people are out of their minds. Like if having a great mindset and building mental fortitude will not only change your business, help you make more money, feel more fulfilled, but it's also going to help you have a better life. Like, I know that sounds kind of crazy to say like, oh, okay, my mindset equals a better life, but it actually does, you guys. So I'm going to kind of run through a couple of mindset hacks in this episode, things that I was first using when I was really, really struggling with my own mindset, um, because I, I know, I know how difficult it can be. And the reality of this is that this is a lot of deep inner work that you have to do. It's going to be you confronting a lot of things that you have thought to be true, but maybe not actually experienced in your own life. And I'm also going to touch on the fact that 
you know, inner work, self-improvement, things like that can be, again, for lack of a better term, very self-focused. And especially as Christians, if you're a Christian woman listening to this episode, we know that we cannot do this alone. Like we cannot continually rely on ourselves to fix everything because that just causes more grief, more strife, more stress. And to be honest, like this is stuff that God loves helping us with. So I'm going to kind of touch on that and how I bring God into this process too. So first things first, if you are a person that owns a business and you really find yourself struggling with mindset, I'm going to tell you what business is 80% mindset and 20% acting on that mindset. Okay. So if you are, if your business isn't going great and you're like, Oh, like I just, I feel like I've tried everything. I'm not getting clients. This is super overwhelming. I feel like I'm just failing, you know, kind of that woe is me mindset. It can spiral so fast and really take a deep root in you. And that's what I'm trying to get you guys to avoid, to get out of that right now. Um, I'm not going to tell you that it's easy because it's not, but a couple of things that you can do when you start to realize one self-awareness is huge, huge in this process. You need to be aware of those thoughts that you're having. So if you're listening to this, I want you to take out a pen and paper and I want you to write down you know, a couple of consistent negative thoughts that you have about yourself, about your business, about relationships in your life. It can be about anything. So it doesn't just have to be business, but especially if you're struggling in business, I want you to do this. Okay. So write down a couple of those consistent kind of nasty thoughts that you have. And then I want you to ask yourself if those things are actually true. Have you actually experienced those things like verbatim? Okay. So something that I used to tell myself when I was really struggling to um, build my own clientele, um, I was, I would get so frustrated because I'm like people, the women here don't care about their skin. They'll get their hair done every single month, but they don't give a crap about their skin. These people just suck, you know, and in reality, that wasn't actually true. I had just not found my people yet. I used to get so down and out about that because, you know, my facial prices are the highest on my side of town. And I did that for a reason because I provide a very different experience than anyone else over here in my market. That equals a price point for me. And when you have your services priced like that, you have to know it's going to take you a little bit longer to find those people because it's a very specific clientele. And I'm a wildly impatient person. <laughs> I just, I expect everything to be like, okay, we're here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, but the reality is again, when you're building a business, when you're first building your clientele, it can take you a while. And for me, I had to not only like calm down, but also be like, okay, is this actually real? Is this something that I know to be true? And it wasn't like I, I had no physical proof that that was true. I hope that makes sense. And something that I hear a lot of, especially estheticians tell themselves when they're really trying to build clients is, oh, what's wrong with me? You know, people don't come back. Like it must be something about me. And 
again, in reality, unless you've had a client or multiple clients tell you like, Hey, this facial, you know, X, Y, Z, like I really didn't feel like it was helpful or it caused like a crazy reaction in my skin. Unless you've had people actually tell you pretty consistently that there are issues with your service or like, I don't know, guys, like you've had people tell you that, oh, you've got BO, that you smell weird during a facial, you know, stuff like that. Unless you've had people actively tell you that stuff, there's probably no real proof that you're a quote unquote crappy esthetician. Okay. (laughs) It can be, mindset is so freaking tricky because a little thought will creep in there and all of a sudden, boom, it takes over. And I'm trying to get you guys to kind of notice these signs and cut it off as soon as you notice it. So if you're thinking those things, write them down. And then again, write, do I know this to be true? Do I have physical proof that this is true? 95% of the time, you're going to say, no, I have no physical proof, which then means that it's a limiting belief. Okay. And a limiting belief is great because you can fix that. All you have to do is turn a negative into a positive. So if you're constantly telling yourself, I'm a crappy business owner, start saying, I am a business owner work in progress. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly growing. And this is to be expected right now when I'm newer to owning a business. Okay. So every time you have a thought, if you're able to, I get it. Like if it's driving, like obviously it's harder to do. Right. But if you're in a space where you can actively catch yourself thinking that thing, write it down and then write, do I know this to be true? And then flip it into a positive. Okay. So when you start to catch yourself thinking that thing, because it will continually pop up. Okay. This is not a one and done process. I really wish it was. It's not. When you catch yourself thinking that thing, immediately revert to the positive belief that you wrote down for yourself. Instead of thinking, I'm a crappy business owner. I'm a work in progress business owner and I'm growing and learning every single day. So, but you have to actually say that in your brain or say it out loud if you want to. (laughs) I say stuff out loud in my car all the time. I look like a lunatic when I'm driving, but listen, I don't care. So again, this requires you to be very self-aware of what is going on in your head. And a lot of us don't live like that. So you're going to have to train yourself to be aware of what your mind is constantly telling you. Okay. That is the first part. All right. Now this... (laughs) The second, second, second part of this is really understanding how your brain functions. So your brain is wild. All right. It does all sorts of stuff. But the cool thing is, and scientists didn't really believe this for a long time until they started really doing studies on it. Now it's been proven to be true that your brain can change. Like it's not The brain that you were born with is the brain that you're going to die with. It's not, it's constantly changing and growing and, but you, it's your responsibility to kind of help it along in that process, if that makes sense. So again, self-aware, um, and just being mindful, like just being aware of your own thoughts is huge. And what I like to do, this kind of goes into, the world of self-help and self-improvement and how it can be 
almost a very, I hate to say this, but almost a very narcissistic environment because it is so self-focused, like hello in the term self-improvement, self-focused. And what really changed the game for me was asking God to come into my mind, to guard my thoughts, because I'm going to tell you guys what your mind is the number one place that the devil will attack. And that's because it is so easy. It is so simple for him to place that one little thought that just wiggles and grows into our brain until it spreads. And then it feels like there's no way out. Like that is what, that's how the devil preys on us. Because we know as Christians that we can't experience possession or anything extreme like that, but we can definitely experience oppression. And oppression of the mind is a very, very real thing. Like, I'll tell you guys my own experience with money mindset. Like I've, if you've listened to me before, you know, I'm a person that is very driven, very goal oriented. I like making good money. Like that's something that really fuels me because I know that there are so many things in life that are so much easier with more amounts of money. But what I started to realize um, through a good friend of mine, I was, I had always said I crave safety and security, not actual money. Like I don't actually love money, but I crave the safety and the security that comes with having a good amount of money. Right. And my good friend sent me this sermon from one of our local churches and it was all about money. And the pastor who was actually like, used to be one of my very favorite pastors has truly touching sermons. He said, the love of money will often basically disguise itself behind other things. And two of those things can be safety and security. And I said, oh, 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 that was truly a God moment for me of the Lord, like actually speaking to me and being like, okay, this money thing has gotten a little out of control. We need to rein it back in because if you don't, money is going to become your God. And that is not acceptable to the Lord. Like, if you know, no false idols, he is not a fan of that. So, but it was a wake up call for me. It was a wake up call to be like, whoa, um, what I have always thought I was craving was the safety and security, but I am actually craving money. And once I made that connection and started realizing that my prayers changed drastically, my prayer is now, Lord, remove the anxiety, the fear, the stress, and the want for money in my heart and in my soul. And I'm going to tell you guys, it was probably a day. Like the first time I prayed that within a day, I felt immensely better about money than I have in a very long time. And from way back in my dabbling in new age days to, you know, mantras and affirmations and, you know, all the hoodoo that comes with the, the money mindset and the manifestation and all that crap. This method of actually praying very specific prayers to God worked a bajillion times better than any of that crap did. Okay. So if you're a person that is kind of dabbling into the new age, I want you to really listen to this. If you, especially if you're someone that also believes in God, okay. Like there is no universe. God is the universe. God created the universe and he has the power to do literally anything in your life. If you just ask him to come along and to help you. That's all he wants. But I also think it's 
really, really interesting because there are Bible verses around watching how you speak and watching your thoughts. So Isaiah 43, 18 says, do not call to mind the former things or consider things of the past. So that's one of those things that like, if you have a bad experience in business, or if you had a bad day full of clients, it can be so easy to sit and stew in that, right? It can be so easy to be like, oh, I am such a crappy esthetician because you had a bad week last week. You know, it can be so, so easy to let yourself get bogged down in that. And then there's, there's also another Bible verse. I've got to find, I've got to find it, but what does Jesus say about mindset? Like that's, that's another thing. Like in the world of mindset, there are so many new age tactics, things that are real woo woo that just Christians should not be messing with. Like it, it's such a fine line. Take it from someone who has been there, such a fine line between, do you want to do this yourself or do you want to do this with God? Like there's really only two options. But in Mark 9, 23, Jesus says, if you can believe all things are possible to them that believe he's directly speaking about mindset here, which is kind of crazy. Like, do you actually believe that you can have a successful business? Are you actively telling yourself, I'm capable of this? I'm going to make this happen. Might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but I'm going to make this happen. If you're not telling yourself those things, get in the habit of it right now, every single day. If you want to call it an affirmation, fine, whatever. I don't like the term affirmations, but tell yourself this, write it down, put it on a post-it note on your bathroom mirror, say it out loud to yourself with God, I can do all things. If you can believe all things are possible to them that believe. That's wild, right? Like to actually hear Jesus speaking directly about mindset is pretty freaking cool. Okay. And then there's also another Bible verse. I can't find it and I forgot to look it up, but it's um, basically talking about how the words, your words have the power to either speak life or speak death which again is really wild to think about because it's like Jesus is actively telling you that your words can do really amazing things or really, really terrible things. So if you're constantly, even if you're only speaking to yourself about it, even if those words are only floating in your mind, you have the power to give yourself life or to give yourself death. That is really, really strong, right? Like you have all of that power. And you choose whether you want to say, gosh, I suck, or I'm working on it and I am doing so well in this process of learning and growing. See how different those two sound? See how one literally does sound like death and the other sounds like, okay, like we're making this happen. It's so different. So I really, really want to encourage you guys to be careful how you speak to yourself and to others, obviously, but be really careful how you speak to yourself because it does matter. And be really careful how you speak about your business. If someone's like, oh, how's your business going? Don't say, oh, it's fine. Or, oh, it could be better. Like, it's definitely been a struggle. Say, 
I'm in a learning and growing process and I am learning so many new things. And this has just been a great experience for me. And I'm excited to see how my business grows in the next year. Like you guys don't have to be like, yeah, my business sucks right now. Like, <laughs> See how different that sounds when you say it out loud. Obviously, there are going to be issues, right? There are going to be problems. That is just part of our human experience, okay? This is not going to be perfect. You are never going to not have a negative thought ever again in your life, okay? That's not, that's not normal. That is not, I don't even think that's possible, to be honest with you, to never not have a negative thought again. I don't think that's possible, humanly possible. But what this is, is a daily process. And the more that you do it, it's almost like training a muscle. The more that you do it, the easier it's going to get. And the quicker you're going to catch yourself from slipping into that frame of mind, you'll be able to pull yourself out of it a lot quicker. But I'll tell you, a every time you start to grow, whether that's in business, in your personal life, in your spiritual life, anytime you start to grow, you're going to come up to a new version of yourself. And that new version of yourself is going to have different limiting beliefs and negative thoughts than the last version of yourself. So I'll give you kind of an example. I went from thinking that I was a crappy esthetician, couldn't get my books filled, to having too many clients, to having to cut back my clients so I could focus on coaching only to run up to a wall with coaching, trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work price points, marketing, just a very, very different process than aesthetics clients. And I started to kind of run into the same mindset again of, oh, nobody wants to hire me. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like that's literally the devil coming into my mind and being like, hey, hey, you're not good enough. You should probably just go back to aesthetics because that's what you're good at. When I know for a fact that God called me into coaching. So again, being, being super, super freaking aware is going to benefit you so much. Keep a notebook and a pen with you. Anytime you're feeling down and out about something, write those thoughts down. Try and get to the root of that thought why exactly you believe that thing. And especially with money, a lot of those beliefs come from when we were little, what our parents thought about money, what our friends, what our family, teachers, anyone that was important in our lives at a younger age, we probably picked up some of their thoughts and beliefs, whether we realize it or not. Like, my parents with money, you know, I heard things like money doesn't grow on trees, have to save for a rainy day. This one was really bad. It must be nice for them. That has an undertone of that's not possible for us, but good for them, I guess. That's stuff that my mom used to say, and she'll still say that stuff. And I have to be careful when I'm around her of not being, A, not saying something nasty to her about it, and B, not picking up that frame of mind again, because it took me so long to get out of it. I'm not about to go back into it. So, and this, this doesn't even have to be money-based guys. This can be anything. This can be relationships. This can be, you know, what you chose to do for work. You know, this can be, um, something to do with your kids, your spouse. This can literally have whatever beliefs you hold 
it can be, it can be anything, right? It can be any aspect of your life, but I would really challenge you to start really pinpointing those beliefs and trying to understand whether or not a, those beliefs are actually true and B, are they really serving you at all right now? Chances are you're probably feeling held back in some area in your life. And mindset is the number one thing that I go to first, especially with my coaching clients. Like we can't do anything else until the frame of mind is secure. Because if the frame of mind is not secure, I can give you all of the steps, the strategies, the tools, the support to get to where you want to go. But if your mindset isn't there, it's literally going to be like two magnets, like pushing against each other the entire time. It's not going to work because your mind actually won't freaking let it work because you're acting on your mindset. And if I give you something to do and you say, oh, uh, I feel like I've tried something like this in the past and it didn't work. So I just am not going to do this. See, your mindset comes directly into play with that. So mindset has to come first always and bring God into that. Actively bring him into your prayer life. Say, Lord, please help me with my thoughts. Please come into my mind. Help me to focus on you and less on myself. Please gear my thoughts towards you, how I can be a good influence for others with you. Please speak through me, act through me, help me to focus on you. You might actually be surprised how, if you deal with anxiety, how you'll have less anxiety. If you deal with racing thoughts, your mind will slow down. You'll feel more peaceful. I promise. This is praying very specific prayers is one of the best ways to get very quick results from God. I, I have seen this many times in my own prayer life, okay? Just probably like three in the past two or three months. So bring God in. He, he wants to help you with that. He wants to be there with you. And the other thing is, this isn't necessarily all your battle. You can let God fight a lot of this for you. And if you say, Lord, the enemy is attacking my mind, I feel decrepit. My soul hurts. I'm so discouraged. Help me out. Give me a boost. Protect my mind. Protect my thoughts. Help me to act on your guidance. Those types of prayers are huge. So the next time you find yourself in kind of a downward thought spiral, chill. First of all, deep breaths. Okay. Write down those thoughts write down, is it actually true or not? Do I have physical proof of this? You're probably not going to. If you do have physical proof, that's a different story, okay? But typically you're not gonna have physical proof of those limiting beliefs actually being true. And then you're gonna reframe it into a positive belief. You're gonna pray on it. You're gonna ask God to come into your mind. Ask him to work with you on your mindset. Ask him to help you focus on him and less on the worldly things and pray for him to come into your business and to change things and to help you get better results. Like this is something that I've never understood. Like Christians a lot of times feel weird about bringing God into business. No, like that's another aspect of you and your life and he wants to be involved in it. So 
I hope that you guys found this helpful. I know that mindset is a beast. I know, especially in difficult times, it can be really, really hard to pull yourself out of that mental spiral. But again, the more you get in the habit of this, the easier it's going to get. You have to be able to pick yourself up and keep yourself going. And last little tip, if you can Obviously, don't compare yourself to other people like we all know that. But if you can envision yourself as competition, just do a little bit better than what you did the day before. This helps me a lot when I'm feeling like I just cannot do anything today. I'll I'll say to myself, okay, we're going to do a little more than what we did yesterday. Because in the long run, you are your only competition. If you can beat yourself and help build yourself in the process into the person that you want to be in the business that you want to have, this is going to do that. Okay. So just challenge yourself a little bit. doesn't have to be huge actions. doesn't have to be earth shattering. Little things on a daily basis will help build you into that next version of yourself. Okay. I love you guys. If you like this episode, please share it on your socials, send it to a friend that is really in need of some help with their thoughts right now. I love you guys. And I will talk to you next week. Okay. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening today. Before you go, would you love a free business strategy call? This is an amazing step towards creating your own business. Or if you're already a business owner, a beautiful time to chat with me and see where your business could maybe use a little bit of help. If that sounds like a hell yes, all you have to do is leave an honest review about the show wherever you listen to the podcast. Take a screenshot and send it to me, Megan at MeganTurleyCoaching.com, and I'll get in touch with you to schedule your free business strategy call. I am so excited to chat with you and help you start and grow your business. Bye for now, angels. Mwah.